one? You're obviously confused and aroused. Listening to the Slurmcast, a podcast for no reason. Today we will be discussing Futurama Season 2, Episode 2, Brannigan Begin Again, with your hosts, Tommy Roulette. How's it going? Pete Woodward. That's me. And I'm Rick Horchy. Joining us today is our special guest, Bill Squire. How you doing? I'm great. Yeet. I'm extremely excited about this. I'm a huge Futurama fan. And this is one of my favorite episodes. We're excited to have a legitimate guest on the show. Everybody else is just people Aww. we know that kind of like have, the show. I do have business cards that say <laughs> legitimate guest. <laughs> Beautiful. I'm glad I didn't print those up for no reason. Oh, man. <laughs> there goes half of my friends. Thanks, Pete. That's all right. We already sort of alienated them on the prior episodes. So um, what did you guys think of this? Well, it's a solid episode. I actually wanted to start off with something else. Usually, uh, at some point during the uh, during the podcast, uh, we usually uh, know, at least to some degree, uh, usually I do, uh, whoever our guest is, and we just met five minutes ago. Yeah. And I usually have an idea or a very good idea of uh, what their relationship is with the show and, um, you know, where they came into it and, and why they like it so much. Uh, so I, I guess a series of a couple questions like that. So it's 1999, the show comes out. Uh, where were you in the world, and were you watching it right away, or, or did you come into it later? I was incredibly excited about the show coming on. I remember reading in, like, magazines, mm-hmm. and, I mean, a huge Simpsons fan grew up, so yep. Futurama was obviously, if you're a Simpsons fan, you should probably watch Futurama. Yeah. So I, I, I remember talking with some of my friends, and uh, the the one thing from the first like I was a senior in high school, and my one friend Adam Wagner and I uh, thought the funniest thing from the first season was when uh, Leela goes, "Bender, you're blind, stinking sober," and I didn't even really <laughs> understand that as like an eighteen, seventeen year old yeah. Mormon kid, but I still yeah. thought it was hilarious. <laughs> just the that whole juxtaposition and and just the the kind of reverse humor that they would use on the show just made me immediately fall in love with it. Yeah, so. I, I watched it as best I could because it was on a, such a terrible time slot. And it kept getting moved around. Yeah. Like, that was the thing. Uh, it, uh, I was a junior in high school, so about the same you mm-hmm. know, same experience. Same thing, huge Simpsons fan. And there's so many shows that, you know, have their, their uh, you know, or, or it's, it's not a, a spinoff, but, you know, where there's a, a creator of something that everybody yeah. already, already loves, does something else, and a lot of times that hasn't worked out. We remember the ones that worked. We remember the K- King of the Hill and Daria and... Um, I don't know, et cetera. But um, Futurama lasted, sort of lasted, went away, came back, whatever. Mm -hmm. But you're a huge fan. Um, What was it about the show? Like, you just mentioned that joke. Uh, Could you sum up, like, what made you stay like what, what i don't what, think you've ever gotten this philosophical about this yeah show. okay like i thought that's what i did for an hour every deep. week i thought no was... it's mostly stammers and swears that tom bleeps out oh we have half to of bleep them. them out no no okay. just, just some of them just some i like fun. bleeping them out okay that's fun it's kind of um, funnier if you just do some i think what what hooked me on the show was once it got a little further along and I, I got the dvds when they all came out yeah yeah 
And so once I had the DVDs, I just started rewatching them again and again. And then I watched. And that them was before, the, like we could, you know, stream a million stream things. Them, you would yeah. buy like a few. Sh- you could afford to buy like a few shows. You like, yeah. and you just watch them. The Futurama, like, we we kind of a thing where like Tom has seen every episode ten million and, times each. And I've for seen, as big as a fan I am, I don't own any of the DVDs. It's all I rely on Netflix. And I thought today. What about before that? You had roommates that had the DVDs, right? That's pretty much. But now I thought about it today because my Netflix stopped working like right before I came up here. I just wanted to watch the episode again. And you're like, oh yeah. I'm and then just... I'm like, what if they just like Netflix takes it off, off. And it's not there anymore because they do that all Suicide. the time. Yeah. We will be so like, fucked. and we're not sad, done yet. Day. <laughs> we're gonna have to schedule the DVDs that you have, and we're gonna have to pass them around. Welcome no, to the Slurmcast, a podcast about Gilmore Girls. I could probably find you could probably find them on Amazon pretty cheap. No, yeah, they're I think they're like two bucks an episode or whatever. You know, before they go off Netflix, you should probably just go up to the exchange and get them while they're still gonna be cheaper. Oh yeah, because if it comes oh, off wait, Netflix, yeah. then the price is gonna go yeah. up. But uh, watching the DVDs again and again and watching the commentary and seeing how much they put into this show and how they were dicked over by the network. Yeah. yeah. Like that just made me fall in love with it even more than I already just enjoy the humor and the characters and the overall silliness tied in with sci-fi adventures. And then there's the episodes where there's a lot of heart. Like, Were you somebody it's, that, it's, that was really a into show. a lot of the sci-fi references and the... Um, because that's a, that's a huge part of, of the show. Like, uh, yeah, the Simpsons was like, like a general, you know, here's here's mm. a family, whatever. And they had moments where they could do that, like Treehouse of Horror. See, I was that, never, but... I mean, more like Star Wars and mm. a little bit Battlestar Galactica, okay. but more like Star Trek. I was very aware of it. So whenever okay. they were making a Star Trek joke, It's not lost on you. You're... I was not, yeah, I was yeah. not lost. And I, I got the context of it. And, you know, there's so many episodes that have so many jokes. And that's, again, one of the reasons I love it, because there's so many layers yeah. where as I go back and watch things again and again, they get even funnier. And now as some of these episodes are starting to mirror things that are happening in our society, yes. or like the whole <laughs> Zap Brannigan Trump yeah. quote thing, which is amazing, that's, it that's makes fantastic. it even funnier. So I just, I'm just i just a huge fan of the show. I think the writing's incredibly tight. I think they uh, just really put a lot into it. And were just ignored by everybody because it was so different. And yeah. literally, I mean, it's a show about the future, but it was ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. We've had a few guests, uh, some of our, our close friends that are like huge fans that um, because of the way the network uh, handled the show, especially the first few years, you know, before it came back, kind of didn't come into it till later, like would catch it on reruns and mm-hmm. then bought the DVDs or whatever. Um, it's funny uh, go, going over these episodes and like dissecting them the last couple months. I didn't realize how much like we were looking at a lot of the technology stuff, but we weren't we didn't notice until like we kind of were already aware of that. Like it was something it, we said in the beginning. It's almost like the technology that they predicted, or at least in a joking way, is really really dated and old. But some of the social issues and stuff that That's come it, up yeah. are like really it's like, oh, dead yeah. on. Yeah, where they're like watching the VCR some version plus of a VHS. Plus. Yeah, like something like that. But the but like you said, the stuff that's going on now, it's like, oh, that's a really poignant. Uh, like on Fear of a Bot Planet, where Bender became the demagogue that was like, kill all humans. I mean, it was a total <laughs> Trump thing. Yeah. I mean, that's I guess I mean that's probably an old you know. So like I, I mean, Trump can be applied to so many different situations yeah. anyway. Because I mean, even when Nixon yeah. runs for president again, it's all. Yeah. Oh, that episode's coming up. That's yeah. the first that's Nixon episode. Like, weeks. Weeks. I think yeah. that's the next one. Yeah. Um. So when we reached out, you actually requested this specific episode. So yes. is this, a, this is a very this is dear a, one to your heart. This is an awesome episode, and it's 
I think, you know, we've, we've seen Brannigan a few times at this point. We, we were introduced to him when he slept with Leela and yeah. then we have, which he brings up often, <laughs> always, especially in this episode. Right. And then there's the Titanic episode. And now this is where you really get a sense of how just ridiculous this guy is. Yeah. And my favorite part of the whole episode is how he is just fed up and cannot stand neutral, the neutral yeah. planet. Like just <laughs> like he feel like, cause what it comes down to is he doesn't understand what neutral means. Right. So he just is like, I, I can't better dead him. than neutral. Yep. It's uh, it really, um, I got some pretty strong feelings about Zap after this one, and it almost makes me feel bad because we had our, our friend Eric on um, a few episodes ago. He's he's a huge Zap Brannigan fan. My my takeaway at the end of this was like, I really don't like him. Like the way you guys feel about Bender, who Eric Kaplan? Not no. Oh, <laughs> I like Zap I like Brannigan. Eric just fine. Zap Brannigan. It's like he's an embodiment of sort of arrogant privilege. Oh yeah, and it just everything he does starts to rub. But like, this is a great episode way. because you get to finally see him taken down a peg where uh, uh, you have this character that showed up like three times now, and he has that like he's he's always that image of being the. But it doesn't. It doesn't he's sink always the captain. He's always change. you know he's always the captain. He's always the head of honcho, and it's but it, it, this is the first time that uh, he's not. He's actually going to be responsible role. for one of his dumb decisions. Yeah. Like, so... And we, he doesn't get uh, to... Ca- you know, th- that uniform is so important to him, that the being that guy is so important to him. And, you know... And it's funny, especially, like, right after it's stripped away, and he's like, uh, time to start our life as civilians. And then he treats Kiff like, uh, that's an order, you know? And Well, that and that's... I have some thoughts about that later on. I don't know if you've listened to any episodes so far. I have not. I, I apologize. You, you're, you've okay. got a busy now schedule. Else. It's fine. It, it's, um... We try and go kind of in chronological order just because it, at least if we don't talk about things in depth, it doesn't jump back right. and forth. So, like, when they did in the cold open, they had the Star Wars chess. I liked how it was a callback Wait, to... Wait, I'm uh, sorry. There was a what? A cold open. A cold open? My the point was part. just that... I like, didn't check with the fact part. It I'm seemed sorry. like a callback to when Hermes got carried off by the hologram. Uh, his hologram got carried off by the bird. When they were at the, mm-hmm. the uh, Burns, Ball game. Burns Ball game, yeah, and he got all beat up, like when the 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 chess pieces that were holograms started beating the crap out of everybody. I, I that was a nice fun thing. That was a yeah. Star Wars reference. Yeah, right yeah. Where but they... then also showing that uh, the holograms aren't just a hologram. There's actual like physical interaction that can happen. Yeah, and and it's it totally um, you don't expect that to happen. I mean, those are things that. Well, that that's I what enjoy. makes it so funny. Exactly. <laughs> That's that's a non sequitur I can get behind. Well, but that horse had a knife. He had a hidden knife. <laughs> Maybe it was uh, <laughs> a one-eyed, a four-legged mimic or something. Um, but the the other thing that I've come to the conclusion that all of the public domain cartoons that they use on the jumbotron, like sixty percent of them involve dancing pigs. I, the, I like that. That must have been all they watched in the forties. Was just here's some pig cartoons dancing. And they're well, that it was never all makes you any needed, sense. man. Like, you know, booze was back and you could just watch them dancing pigs. This is it's the same cartoon that was used a few uh episodes ago. Actually, the one Sean Burns is on. Oh, the, really? They're reusing uh, Mars it? University. It's the same cartoon. It's like pigs, a different it's kind of pigs in a polka. Oh, pigs in a polka. Okay. And they just use different parts. It's just 
free use. Okay. That's never stopped us from using unlicensed content. Well, this episode has a brand new You're right. Never recording mind. of the I didn't theme say song. That. We don't know Harry Fox Agency any money. <laughs> Change it enough. So this is the first time we uh, get introduced to dupe, which uh, is just it's a not, funny though. word. It's well, we get told what it means. Yeah, but well, it shows I mean, up like in the, the, uh, the is it the Titanic episode or? I thought it was the one where we meet Nibbler. Wow. Um, yeah, they're trying to get through to get to the planet. Where they're trying to save all with the you're right. Well, that's, Maybe you're right. That's the first because you hear it. That's what yeah. I meant. This is the first time that we um, get introduced An to explanation I'm, of it. I, I, I'm I'm backpedaling. I I. That's one of those words that upside down, same way it means. No, if you, it looks you flip same. it upside down, it says dupe either way. Oh, not oh, a backwards thought, word, but an upside yeah, down. Yeah, so it's not poo. I have a it's, capital D yeah. when I wrote it down, though. So so did I. So the way it's oh, written yeah. on the show is with a lowercase d. Yeah. Do any oh, yeah. of you know where to get ceremonial sized giant prop scissors? I don't. Probably Amazon. True. Have you ever done that? Have you ever opened a? Store? I have not. I I have not got to uh, cut the ribbon at a uh, store opening. I don't think they do that enough. Yeah, they don't. I think it's something that is was probably done like once a million years ago, and then people just started putting it in TV shows and movies. Well, the, the mayor here does it sometimes for, like, restaurants and things, but it's not, like, big, big scissors. scissors. He's just got a pair of, you know, If you don't have the big scissors, size. then who cares? Yeah, exactly. Like, just cutting a ribbon without big scissors, it's like like winning a giant, like, if you, like hitting a half-court shot and not getting a big check. Like, you want the big check, too. Yeah, like exactly. You want the $50,000 or whatever else you get, but you also want the big fake check. Yeah, that's what yeah. makes it worth it. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to do the first dig in like a building site with like the fresh golden shovel or whatever. Yes. Yeah, like the pristine, never used shovel. My fancy hard hat that it's the only time I'll ever wear that. You just do it in like your neighbor's yard or something, in a business suit. Yeah, that's how I dig. Yeah. What are you? What are hey, you doing? He really breaking helped. ground. <laughs> uh, they made a reference to Star Trek in this, and a. As a uh, when he future fan, Futurama fans, we know that that is a forbidden word that comes. Oh later. yeah, but that doesn't come till later. So. But it's always been it. Like they explain that years yeah, ago. That, yet yeah. Hermes explains that is. But maybe well, I guess in private, it's not like it's on. Yeah, it's not in a media they form or whatever. Yeah, in the video store. I, it just the reason I asked about the scissors is they do appear to be pretty rare. And that might explain why the professor was like way more concerned about the scissors getting damaged than any harm that might come to the crew and trying to deliver them, which seems in in keeping with Farnsworth's uh, you know character. But he's just like you don't want to damage the scissors, mm-hmm. don't run with them. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, as an owner of a company, you realize that uh, your employees are disposable. The oh, quality of he your seems product to have is like not backup people in the wings. Oh yeah, like at all doesn't times. everyone. I have two people just standing outside, just waiting to come in here and replace both of you. My neighbors might call the cops like they did on you guys the first time you came over. I make them dress like raccoons. Oh, shit. They're fine. Uh, On a side note, as I was walking here, you said the second house, and then I was like, you know what? I think there was more to that, and I was (laughs) glad that I checked because it's the second house after the tracks. And so I almost walked into a complete stranger's house. 
I bet they would have been really excited. How Hi, I'm Bill Squire <laughs> from WMMS. <laughs> Is what? Pete here? Which here podcast? to talk about cartoons? And they have a son named Pete. <laughs> What if you walked in and they were doing the Gilmore Girls podcast? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, oh shit. To you. I'm going to be like an hour late, guys. <laughs> oh, imagine the banter on uh, that there is, there is a Gilmore Girls podcast. It's called Gilmore, ah, Gilmore Guys. Uh, I can't pronounce the guy's name that hosts it. And he's oh, you're funny, serious? Yeah, there is. Oh, yeah. Wow. There's got to be a podcast for everything. I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rule 34 of podcasts. Yeah, there, there's there's <laughs> like uh, 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 like eight Futurama podcast, but none of them existed when we got started. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. funny how it all popped up at the same time. Well, we're trendsetters, trailblazers, something like that. I uh, I don't think I made my typical Fry is so dumb note for this, but I liked that his mind was just completely blown by muffins. Like he walks into a room full of, did he say a thousand aliens or a million aliens? And he's like, oh, and there's muffins on the table, and like. I mean, he's clearly like a reception table with muffins. Yeah, is just just as exciting as seeing all these different species. Almost because, more so. He was yeah. almost more excited by the muffins. Uh, my favorite thing that the thing that like uh, Futurama came out, and I'm like huge Simpsons fan, and you know, there's there's a lot of stuff I loved about the Simpsons. There's like certain things that I like elements of it that I like more humor elements. And when Futurama came out, like. Uh, Fry, like his dumb guy Fry moments. That's like my like. I'll wait a whole episode. Like I'll watch it. I'll wade through like a like a like a subpar Futurama episode for like that one Fry line. Like that just that Yogi Berra just like bad, you know. Yeah. And that's like th- this one had it. It was peppered with some good good dumb yeah. Fry lines. No, like. I I mean I think in the last few episodes it has become a lot more consistent joke wise, which. You know, those first nine or ten, it was really a lot more hit or miss. Yeah, they were trying to still figure out all the characters exactly. One of my favorite uh, Fry dumb lines is in, uh, and I guess it's not even just a dumb one, but just like a little Fry aside in the one where they go to Zoidberg's planet and Leela's lecturing them about being lazy and she's like, Fry, you're covered in bed sores. Like, yeah. I'm not covered. Not covered. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh that was just a couple episodes ago. And that's that's really that kind of sums it up. Like he complains about having this shit life back in nineteen ninety nine, but he was probably just an awful piece of shit. You know, oh yeah. Just like Oh like, yeah. The whole slurm episode, the the where he wins the prize and he's just chugging slurm teeth falling out. Constantly it just he's, he is that twenty five year old pizza boy. Yeah, yeah. like there, the, he, he's the everyman in the show. It's the hey, what if you got uh, transported a thousand years into the future and you know that's where you were? I mean, definitely a, a lot dumber than most people. You know, way below average or whatever. But still, just that like here's here's we're watching it through his eyes. He's experiencing this. You know, but then I'll have those moments of idiot savant where you're just like, how you know? Uh, I I love symposia. Like, how did that even come out of his mouth? Like, was that an accident or, uh, you know, he's he has like that hidden genius that comes from being so dumb. It sort of loops back around, especially in later episodes when he like, you know, when he becomes a very important. Yeah. Cog in the universe existing. Oh, yeah. They keep hinting at that. I like we have this uh, thing where it's it's a perfect like like sedimentary like graph of 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 the earth where it's like tom is uh tom's a really 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 big fan tom's yeah. Yeah, a huge fan Porchy's um, a really I'm big like a fan no, and like i a, like I'm the like show just one. fine but like, haven't watched it for a really long time like, so it's I, I, i'm basically new to it 
Gotcha. I would well, all right. I wouldn't say medium. I'd, I'd say pizza medium fan. I'm I'm a big fan, and then Tom is ridiculous. He's the core. Yeah. I'm waiting for Netflix to send me a message and be like, "You win the award for watching Futurama the most times in a row ever." I might be near there because I'll I'll turn it on when I go to sleep. And yes, just, oh, that's nice. exactly what I do. Yes. Uh, yeah. If I'm doing you something, I just put it on. And, and then, uh, yeah. one of our early guests, John Kelman. Uh, if you ever have company over, you know company mm -hmm. do you ever play it for them to try and make them like it no i don't play it to make them like it i either play it to see if they do like it or if i need them to leave uh, that's tom's move <laughs> yeah. too like we, if they want to stick around and watch uh episode of future i'm like okay this is someone that might get a second date but if they're like oh you watch cartoons i'm like well I had a wonderful time. <laughs> got to get up real right early now tomorrow. you're getting to know the real bill and you got to go the uh but that that hatred of neutrality that you brought up, like that comes out right away as right soon as you start talking yeah. about it. And he's just it it's so age or, or you know, appropriate to what the hell is going on right now because it's like just this blind idiocy. Mm -hmm. See, no, no, it's different. I hate it. I don't understand it and I hate it. And what what's really to point out how you dislike Brannigan so much as just a if he were an actual person. Yes. He's at this banquet where he is the honored guest who is doing the ribbon cutting. So all he has to do is enjoy himself. He could get drunk and just relax and then go up and cut the thing and let everybody fawn over him. But Leela shows up. She's delivering the scissors, and now he feels like he's got to prove something. Right. And to prove something, he... Takes him off on this tangent. They end up on the ship. Because <laughs> he, he that, like, if it wasn't Zap Brannigan, that would have felt like a like a, a a poor like vehicle for moving the story along. Along, you know, of like him, like oh, all of a sudden he's turning on her and like do. It. But it's like no, it yeah, that makes perfect sense for. I for love his the whole rock paper scissors bit that he was doing, <laughs> oh, like yes. trying to figure out rock paper beats scissors or whatever. <laughs> bring me some paper. Yes, that's a great line. <laughs> Were they? What I, I I actually didn't get to watch this episode. Uh, it just wasn't in the rotation. Like I watched it like two weeks ago, but I've watched yeah. you know pretty much the whole thing all the way through since then. So what took him all the way up to arresting Lila? Was it just the fact that she had scissors and the yarn was people? Gonna, the he yarn was, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four? She's okay, a that's what I thought. Yeah. People. And 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 I love the uh, how they're like, all right, we need something that would make uh, Lila a threat. And they're just like, how about if people are made of yarn? And they're like, perfect. <laughs> <But, laughs> they were like adorable. just sitting there yarn eating spaghetti or something. Great. Yeah. So was was the woman in charge of the council? Was she the same alien race as Kip? Same race. Do yeah. they they address or you just infer that from? I think you infer that, but then she comes back in later episodes. Yeah. Oh, she does. Okay. She has a many jobs in in the series of Futurama. I'll allow it. So kind of like a. Uh, uh, the Hillary Clinton, who's been a first lady and a secretary of state and a yeah, senator. Yeah, kind of, kind so of. She's just a, a random, um, you know, go-getter. Yes. Also, uh, when she was announcing Zap, uh, talking about his latest endeavor <laughs> about carpet bombing, I mi I can't, I couldn't figure out what the name of the planet Eden was. Eden 7. Oh, yeah. Okay. He, it was, he was being honored for the carpet bombing <laughs> of Eden 7, which sounds perfect for him. Like, he sends all the people in to kill the killbots till they get you know, to their maximum kill number. And then here's this, what we can assume based on all the other names of every other planet is this perfect paradise. And he just levels it. 
for no apparent reason. But that's the thing. Every uh, battle that is ever referenced, you know, when he's introduced by somebody, uh, just reminds me of like every like haircut boss I ever had that you knew like gave off confidence and got to a certain role and was just like, I'm in charge. And, you know, all these like softball things were lobbed at them, lobbed at them all the time, like tasks that, you know. I was just oh, talking yes. uh, with someone today. There's a guy I used to work with who has consistently like failed. Well, I used to work with him. Um, like, like Homer in the, the, no, he's like, the he's like Grimes failed episode. his way up to like senior levels of management yeah. at very, like he'll just bounce around. Just like that guy can't even keep porn viruses from getting installed in his computer. How is he now in charge of this? Zap. Bean Zap puts the laser all the way to, uh, what was it, hyper? Oh, it was, uh, you... it was, it was uh, stun, kill. It, this is that, that thing I was yeah. telling you about, about falling asleep while I was trying to take <laughs> notes on this. I have notes for the beginning and notes for, like, the third act, and then in the it middle. Was like it was, like, hyper death ray like, or something like it was, that. Uh, it was hyper internet. And he's just trying to cut the ribbon and slices the whole satellite The thing. whole uh Space station that they were dedicating. Yeah. He cuts it in half, and then it cuts to them with Zap on trial at the original, uh, the headquarters that they had just gotten rid of in New Jersey, which is (laughs) so great. I didn't catch that, so it must have been down the street from Robot Hell. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, like, it it says, like, uh, original dupe headquarters in, like, the uh, caption, and then it's, like, uh, something New Jersey or whatever. Like just, or yeah. Oh, okay. There was also a, uh, a, a Star Trek reference. Uh, the hyper chicken lawyer? No. Um, when they um, panned back on the space station, they did kind of a mock Deep Space Nine theme song. Did they? Yeah. Do you think they cleared that? No, it was a mock. It was a you know a, a, it was just a, a. It sounded kind of like different yeah, enough. Yeah. Different enough. Different yeah. enough. <laughs> I've been I've like been involved in that. Yeah, Tom, Tom wrote. Tom's real familiar well, with different enough now. You changed just enough. I, we we asked. Um, I don't remember what episode it was recently, but we had someone ask us who we'd like to see as a spinoff character, and you know initially I was definitely up for Zoidberg, but I I think I might like to see a hyper chicken lawyer. Like Matlock show, I think that could get real weird. I think that'd be good, or just a show about the family of the the waterfall family, which uh, from um, Trisol, or is, these. Uh, there's a whole like one of the lawyers defends when Zoidberg eats the flag in a later episode. Okay. There's a lawyer, and then uh, he's got. Like other like hippie kind. He's of... a sa- he wants a satanic wedding and yeah, the satanic uh, wedding. He's a he's a polygamist. Yeah, but then like his daughter's in an episode or like an, another relative. She's in the uh, yonder one, the uh, the wild green yonder. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. oh and yes, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's another one, uh, the guy that runs the penguin sanctuary when they're trying to do protest the the oil tanker going through. That's another waterfall. So like they're they're an oh, interesting yeah, they, family. Yeah, you're me. right. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. I totally forgot that that was his name. That's that's a that that's like a huge connection throughout the series. That would be a really cool super uh, deep cup, Bill. Yeah. And then uh, if it wasn't them, I would be down for just a Zap Brannigan show or uh, a Robot Devil. Didn't one of you guys say Robot Devil? What for a for a spinoff? I might have. 
I like I love the robot dog. No, so, I do too. so Zap seemed like the obvious one that the did guy you, the guy did, who asked us the question thought Zap, but I I think that might turn out like Joey as the spinoff from Friends, where you have the guy who's that dumb and yeah. that that sort of um, unself aware that can wear pretty thin if that's the main focus. Where of the he show. wouldn't work as the protagonist or whatever because he's not. It's well, just, you know what, though, that's the thing. It's all how, how they do it. If they did it like eastbound and down, where yeah, there's shows okay. where they, they can where make that work. You can like start to uh, show different levels of this like dumb character, and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, there's more to it. That's and, you know, oh, what if we could get one like a live action with Danny McBride playing Zap Brannigan? <laughs> Are you? Uh, starting to hate Zap Brannigan because subconsciously you're just getting more and more sad that Phil Hartman didn't do the voice. No, do stop. That's, Don't get me started. That's not who it Don't. is. What? Zap Brannigan is not Phil Hartman. No, I I know. I, I have them very tightly related in my head, and every right. time he comes on, I miss Phil Hartman incredibly. But, like... That makes sense. That's I, I so I didn't even think about that angle of, like, a Kenny Powers sort of show where that, that could actually be... That could be really entertaining. Because uh, that one, it didn't really ever get old. Yeah, I think with the Robot Devil, though, you could have such a good, like, so, so many different characters coming into his existence as mm-hmm. he's doing like coming devil into robot things. Hell. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he kind of gets to do these episodes. They're all one-offs. It could he, almost be like, office where, like, like an office-y anthology you know? show. Like, I was thinking more like a Quantum Leap kind of thing where he's got to do, not set things right, but... He's got to do his devil job yeah. in these ridiculous situations. Maybe like set things wrong. Like he's yeah, exactly. Somebody <laughs> and, like and it all winds up with a golden fiddle contest, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, but even the office version would be funny too, where he's just uh, going through mundane things in hell. Yeah, regular days there. Didn't they? There's a there was like an Adult Swim like 15 minute cartoon that did that. Uh, oh God, Lucy, daughter of the devil. No, there was like a live action one. But I I like how then aside from the fact that the hyper chicken lawyer is one of my know, favorite Matt characters, yeah, Matt Lockass character, Lock-ass character like, but like when the judge calls it out about the incompetence of this hillbilly lawyer, <laughs> like <laughs> that's just it's crazy. You're you're an imbecile. You need to shut up. And he brings up the. Uh, the thing about about uh, or, is, or is it Zap? That's who's who's questioning Leela? Where they confirm that her, her and Zap, Zap have gotten is, busy. Zap is questioning Leela, and basically all he does is confirm that he had slept with Leela. On, and it gets into the and court. That's record. why he shouldn't <laughs> and, be then, prosecuted. When Fry lets out the woo, <laughs> do you think that, that was? Lost a, it. Do you was that very Springer time and that. When do, do you remember when this aired? Was it 2000? It was 2000 I think right? they've was, done that it, before. Any like sitcom, like with a live track studio or, audience, or live studio audience but had like you don't the feel like woo. it's more specific, like a like no, a, like no, a, I don't yeah. think it's a Springer um, thing. I think it's way more and, and the fact that he's by himself, to a TV moment in like a very because uh, then Leela does it after, studio audience but, but remember in like The Simpsons did it, like uh, remember when uh, um, um, uh, Married with Children, like that was the thing that was kind of the first show where there was those woo. Was like you know, did that? Do you feel like that turned into a thing where it's kind of on a lot of shows after that? And like that was it was it has always so like been that being a thing? like like anything, any live really? yeah yeah. I mean that goes back to the honeymooners. Really? Yeah. Oh, all right. Because if she got a line off or there was like yeah. anything that was even like the least bit sexual, yeah, yeah. there would be like a. Oh, all right, all right. They just overdub a bunch of Paul Lins yeah. or something, and people. Yeah. 
used to not know how to react to when they think saw things on TV. So they had to have people in the audience watching that to show them how to. <laughs> and react. later on in the seventies, they figured out you just shoot the television because Elvis Presley made that a thing. <laughs> and you got really frustrated. You just pop one off, mm -hmm. and that's Showing why America's no great. Did um so. When the jury leaves, they come back in, and that was just that was a nice sight you know, gag where they just. Did you notice that uh, the one of the uh, well, that's what I was going to Trisol people were one no, of the jury members. I didn't know that it was a Trisol yes. person. I got and it hung was up also on Glermo. One of the well, one Glermo the, was in there. Uh, Slurm, uh, one of the slug guys. Uh, but but was that one of the slug guys? It when, was. When it was one of the because he was cut in half, so it was one of the small. Because the voice was still was like. Was yes. Okay. Yeah, he did the. Oh yeah, he did do the the small. Oh hey, and both the space lizard and the insectoid were part of the jury. Was also part of the. As Zap and Kiff leave. The squeaky shoes in the court was such a nice touch, like where it was just squeaking on the floor. I love that because it was really yeah, like awkward, sad, kind of, and and it's so like subtle, and you'd never see that on like on anything else. Like it was just like, okay, we have this whole sequence. What can we do to that? And then somebody just starts putting in the squeaks mm -hmm. on the soundtrack. That was beautiful. I feel like also during that whole trial, and then Zap got, you know, found guilty. I bet Kiff was like. Maybe I'm going to become a captain or something like that. And then, well, that's why it's so great because when he says, and also Kip did. Kip yeah. Was, so, uh, <laughs> it was mostly him, his just, idea. Yeah, throws I, him under the bus. The, I, the note I put in at that point was just Zap is the worst. Like, I think that's yeah. the point where I turned on him. I'm just like, you're such a piece of shit. But and you, it, how did you, like, the whole idea behind Zap is that you've never been on his side. From the moment he shows up, he is an arrogant douche. Yeah. So for him to like he he never wins anyone over. No. Nope. He's it's only by reputation. And then once you actually meet him, you're like, oh, this guy's horrible. I've met a couple. And then in this episode too, there's no like redeeming, like, oh, we all had like a full house, like, oh, poor no, Zap or whatever. It was just yeah, it's he literally the way this one ends, uh, not to jump ahead too much, but no, yeah, it's just Leela being like I just don't want him around yeah, anymore. Yeah, him, <laughs> him getting away with just being yeah. Zap Brannigan yeah. again, you know. Like. No, I, I, and I guess in small doses, this has been like, I think within three or four episodes, we have two with him where it, it hasn't quite worn off. Now, I mean, it's not to say that it isn't funny. It's just from from episode one, they've both been, you know, Bender. We don't like Bender. He's too obvious. Zap Brannigan gets but funnier like, every episode, Pete. Okay, but he was sort of off-putting. I felt but, so bad for Kiff in this episode. What does it say about you that you tried to just like Zap Brannigan? Like I didn't. I didn't try to like him, but I, I officially disliked him. You know what it says about him? He's a Kiff. You are a Kiff. I'm totally codependent. Totally Does this have codependent. anything to do with the 100%, fact that your dad's codependent. name is Zap Woodward? <laughs> <laughs> How did you know? He had that legally changed. Oh, makes sense now. We we both do look great in velour. <laughs> Leela walks in on uh, uh, Fry and Bender cleaning the spaceship. And she, they're doing the hose fight, and she says, "I've had to break up three hose <laughs> fights." <laughs> what was it? Two of them. Two with actual hoses. <laughs> that, is... Yeah, that was. I also. Love I gotta all know the, what like... that other one was because theoretically, who else in Planet Express? There'd be Hermes. 
and the professor. I just figured she just meant the two of them. Like, yeah, I think it, they it, were probably doing something. It, any oh, any okay. of the, the the buddy moments of of uh, Fry and Bender? Just any of them where it's something like that, and it ends with Bender going he he he. Like that's I, that's another thing I love about when the, when the they show. do the montage. I, the Midnight Cowboy. Boys that's what I was going to ask. Yeah. Is, is that supposed to be a Midnight Cowboy Absolutely. thing? Absolutely. But with the flip of Zap being the pimp and Kiff being the one, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dancing Monkey and stuff. And that has uh, one of our favorite characters in it, the Hattie Harry McDougal. Harry Nelson? No, Hattie McDougal, um, when she pulls up in the limo. Oh, yeah, and she, just, she doesn't even talk. She just, like, points at him. <laughs> well, it's originally thought that... Kiff is going to be the one, or uh, Zap is going to be one, but then it ends up being Kiff. And, and, and then we find out later like, that <laughs> then we find out later that Kiff is like super sexy to a lot of people, Amy, and you know, just in general, the the Amazonians, and you know. Oh, that was uh, back, you know, jumping back. But when Fry was talking to the Amazonian, oh, when he was hidden on the oh, that yeah. was <laughs> that was yeah, the, was yeah the first time. That is so interesting. Yeah, <laughs> we should go and get coffee or something. It was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. The, so at some point. When Zap finally breaks down, he says Leela is the only woman who loved him physically. So was he a virgin prior to Leela then? And all of that was just like bravado where he, you know, he had the whole sex palace in his ship when we were first introduced to him with the rotating bed and the naked statues and everything. Like, was that a big reveal? Yeah, I, I mean, it. I think it's just a thing where it's just like... It's a funny kind of, joke. Yeah, you kind of assume that he probably, that maybe... Because she, she was the, just into him because he was a like lonely a, captain, like her. Well, a war hero. hero I thought she already a war, disliked a war him. hero. So it's okay. You can yeah. use your Latin. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was one of those things where they're just like, you know what? It'd be funny if Zap was a virgin the whole time. I don't know if they're gonna actually get, they would ever get that into the backstory. But it does seem like he is a guy that could mess it up every time and that's why oh, yeah. he's <laughs> so into Leela is yeah. because she was the first that actually, one that actually yeah. fell for it. He closed yeah. the deal and then tried and to play Futurama we, he does episodes have that, afterwards. He does have that breakdown and that's what makes her fall for him. It's not like he gets her with the champagne. Yeah. <laughs> he gets her because he's just like, I'm so lonely and she's lonely and she's like, all right. right so, yeah. so I, I felt guess, like yeah. that was a, a big pity fuck. Like that she was yeah, just that's, like, Yeah, that's uh, what it was. I mean, it she was, was definitely lonely for sure. And it was like, a very sad, too, but, it was probably a very yeah. sad, intimate thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you think one of them broke out in tears afterwards? I bet both of them were crying during yeah. the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> when, when Leela cries, where did the tears come out? Just it's one big giant drop. Drop off over her nose? Mm -hmm. I had no idea. I don't know. Maybe we'll see that later on. She might cry it. Yeah, she's Well, didn't she cry in the episode before with the the bender or with the uh Oh yeah, yeah, with Nimbler. But I don't know if they're actually oh, showing yeah, tears yeah. come out. She might, might I she mean cry? it might it, I think it just like bubbles up underneath. I, I love Hermes's Hermes's. Or is it just Hermes? His bluntness Hermes, when he's like It's after. the green dude and the fat man. Which which you don't really I mean, like Zap is sort of shown with the gut, but it's never really mentioned, and I, I like that. Where he's just I like, like that his oh. gut is so prominent in this when he has that like. It but he doesn't have the gut. Yeah, and he's just wearing the sweater around, and he's I, just just comfortable. Yeah, I, I could have sworn I've never seen that robot before. <laughs> <laughs> he's Bender, the lovable rascal. He's like just asking about spankings and everything. <laughs> I like. I was watching it. This is. It got started getting uncomfortable yeah. a little bit. Like, that's really creepy. Yeah. 
What, what's what's wrong with a little spanking? There's nothing wrong. It's with not it. anything. But it's it's his enthusiasm and willingness to. I'll, I'll take the heat for everyone else's <laughs> and like the, the innocence of Fry and Bender just being like, yeah, all right. And that he'd also, like, if there was a situation where a space, like a space captain, would punish the crew via spanking like that, <laughs> and like he just assumes that. Like, do you think he spanked well, she's his a lady, crew? So yes, I I think there was. Spankings uh, doled out by Zap Brannigan oh for sure. Oh my god! I bet it was just like a big frat house. Oh yeah. In fact, it it, it really sounds like there's like I don't care. You just have to be loyal. You lie around and drink beer all day for all I care. Like that's right. And that's how. It, oh. So as the episode moves on, they have to take these pillows uh, to <laughs> a hotel. And I love when they like anytime they go to a planet, they park really far from anywhere they need yeah. to be. I don't like, and they don't land anywhere. It's not like it's like a place to land. They just land somewhere. Somewhere, yeah. But it's so far away from any time. But uh, is that a like a tribute to Star Trek, where all these planets from? I'm far sorry, away? what Star Trek? Yes, I'm saying <laughs> when they when they land in a like a random spot, that feels very Star Trek to me. Where anytime they go to a planet on Star Trek, it's not like they land at a space station. They just land on the planet. Trying surface. to oh, yeah, not interfere yeah. with anything. Yeah, that was a, that was a common Star Trek trope of like, oh, you know, taking the shuttle down to yeah, yeah. So I, that's that's why that's what I thought is why they do that, and also oh, yeah. it that helps definitely with yeah, funny uh, where they have to travel like yeah. like with Trisol, where it's like now you've got to walk across this desert, yeah, and, yeah. and see the water people. Because if they poke park close, then there wouldn't be a cartoon and or a story. Yeah. They'd be UPS. Mm-hmm. Why did I write down uh, with a robot with a magic chest cavity <laughs> that can remove chilled beers Which from it? At none any of this time. He doesn't use his magic. Yes, chest he does. Cap- he pulls out refrigerated beers when uh, they're sitting down and zapping. Okay, such a big deal. That that is legitimately physically possible to have three beers in his compartment. Compartment. Oh, is it? This is a recurring point of contention for us so I just, you don't like the fact that he can fit anything and everything in yeah. there whenever he needs it uh, well much like horchie's shorthand it's the future i i know i don't i don't need a to rehash it again i've already future. gotten like a ton of shit they've, about they've it. broken the light speed barrier mm-hmm. like i don't but I, i'll tell you my feelings about it off mic i i i feel like it's magical and that's where it breaks down for me the one point that i thought you i'll tell wrote, you my feelings on mike uh, There's a shrink wrong. ray inside, <laughs> and he can fit anything. That works. That's the best explanation I've heard so far, Bill. Go. Thank how you. Is yeah. that in, <coughs> how is that any better than uh, it being like a TARDIS? Yeah. I, I don't there, know. You know what? Can you explain the physics of a TARDIS? No. No, but but even so, the TARDIS explanation was one that I proposed that was never ratified or but verified. That it doesn't need. You to grew be up ratified. a Mormon? Yeah. It, 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 uh, uh, <laughs> they have shrink rays. That's why we didn't think of it. It's it's part of the the angel brought the golden tablets and a shrink ray. That was part that's, of it, right? Yeah, that's how nobody found them until Joseph Smith showed up. <laughs> exactly. It, I kind of want to know about this. I kind of want a little like bit. The, the, I'll send you to other podcasts. I, I, <laughs> I, I, like, uh, uh, so many questions, but it uh, it just comes out as. Uh, how? Why? And then, like, that's it. That's all I got. Yeah. Well, uh, my parents are Mormon, so I was mm-hmm. Mormon. And then I am not Mormon anymore. That's just crazy there's, enough to there's work. A, there's a lot. Of <laughs> but I, you still wear that white shirt and that tie. I know. Well, <laughs> it's, it's just it's, a good uh, look for me. <laughs> it does. You get sharper and sharper looking every time I see you, Bill. Oh, thanks. The um, 
The no. interesting twist. This so this is really like the money shot in the episode. I felt was when Leela is genuinely grateful to Kiff. He is so like he can't even oh, believe. Dude, that's one of he's my like favorite you're, moments. Like on it's the show, genuine like, gratitude, and he's so like relieved and exhilarated that someone's just like you do a good job, and I really appreciate it. And it makes his whole day. Did you guys identify with that at all? Like but, from no, any but parts then it immediately. Immediately reveals the codependence of the whole relationship, yeah, yeah. where he can't Which talk about anything great. else yeah. but how fucked up Zap is yeah. and all the awful shit he's done. And like, I I've had um, ex wives like and ex in laws that were it was the same thing. Like, all of their family problems could be solved if they'd had like honest communication. Instead, they just bitch about each other behind everybody's backs, yes. and it just festers and goes crazy. And that's that's like the same thing, like right? Because Brannigan has no idea that he is a bad captain. No, he has yeah. no idea that Kiff is unhappy. Right, like it's just he probably wouldn't care if he. No, did, it's not that he but, would, but but it, he would be shocked to hear Kiff is displeased because he thinks Kiff is his best friend and his most yeah. loyal friend. Yeah, and Kiff has no idea that it, I, I don't I don't know if I feel like this um, plays out in all the later episodes because Kiff be kind uh, kind of becomes. Um, a little more assertive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I also love how Brannigan sells them on the loyalty thing with, I didn't care if you drink all day in your underwear. And <laughs> it's Bender, Bender. Beer? Yeah. Fry? Underwear? <laughs> and, then, and then when they com- like commit the mutiny, the mutiny like, Fry's got the beer and the underpants on, like, immediately. Just, yeah. Bam. It's a mutiny. Holds up the beer. Pants are off. Oh, and Leela is arrested because she was a captain who... Was at failure to prevent a mutiny. <laughs> uh, why did I write down hot, sexy female man? I I don't know. What, no, what's that line? Zaps like. Uh, oh, uh, even if it was a. Uh, uh, what is it? What he's, ta- he's talking about Leela as the captain and like how you should obey the captain, even if it's a hot, sexy That's female what, yeah, man. Is okay. and that, but to be. Um, once the mutiny happens and Kiff is just like completely deflated immediately, uh, he tries. Well, because to... he just got his satisfaction. Yeah, but we also skipped over where they break the hover dolly, and it's <laughs> one of my favorite lines where uh, they're mad at Leela because they're she's making them carry the pillows, and uh, Fry's just like, "Man, this sucks. We could have just put all the we could have used the backup dolly, <laughs> broke that, and, and gone home by now. <laughs> so give it up." He's yeah. not worried about accomplishing the mission. He's just he just knows how it would have actually played out. And they get hit it, by the high gravity well, rain. And I love that Fry's excited about it. Yeah. And then it, my favorite uh, line is it is a good that, physical gag. In when that it same and it goes down. same uh, thing where it's uh, when they break the dolly and she comes out all mad and Bender's like some breaking occurred <laughs> and the dolly was involved. That's all we know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the just the the high gravity hilarious in and of itself where they're they're all like crunching down and yeah uh brannigan's girdle girdle. (laughs) and he's like leela does a company that makes your bra happen to make girdles (laughs) so so when i was watching this uh last night um that that scene like like I, i couldn't help but like noticing that but i mean but i've seen this episode a million times and i knew that he that line was coming up and i just kept trying to figure out like did I was when I was first watching it was I did that occur to me where I'm like all right as far as um the physicality of everybody's you think, outfits you would think her boobs I mean would just like, like yeah that first pop time out of her bra because th- th- that might 
but maybe like if it was Comedy Central years. Yes. Yeah. But but that would that I'm, I was wondering, did I have that random thought of like, well, wait a second, like his girdle, and and then then he said it, and it was yeah. perfect. Yeah. You know, like they, they acknowledged it. I uh, I. I always thought I should look into girdles here and there. <laughs> this might be a nice accessory to have. Just, you know, it's like... That's a lost, uh, 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 you know, fashion for... All the... Speaking of, like, well, the old 40s cartoons. You don't need yeah, well, I was just going to say, they've updated it. But, like, now. Remember, remember every old Bugs Bunny cartoon where, like, the, the, sh- the shirt would come off a uh, Elmer Fudd or whatever, and he'd have a girdle on, or mm-hmm. somebody, you know, would have a girdle on or whatever? Sure. And it was that thing of like, oh, then this a bunch guy's of pigs would dance around yeah, for some reason. Girdles and... lasted a lot longer in cartoons and television shows than they did Probably as did an actual reality. piece of like fashionable. Except for William clothing. Shatner. In fact, I, what if I after all these that, years like, of friendship, I took off my shirt and no, I've been I wearing think a that might the whole be time an actual like Shatner set. reference. Is like girdle? Be- oh, I'm sure. It yeah, is. yeah, yeah. Because oh, absolutely. Does anybody here know anything about Star Trek? Hold on, let me. I have a friend. There. Check your oh, pocket okay. computer. It's me. I'm my friend. I know. Yes, he did. Uh, there was a yeah. That's the whole thing with he wore the yeah. He has a he had a nice girdle. Uh, uh, um um, not on the show. It was in the movies. He oh in the movies yeah. or probably in Star Trek Hooker. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. after uh, the show, in the, he in was the show he, he was just, oh ugh. I know he had that dad bod. <laughs> Hot sixty dad bod. It's and he's all tan. <laughs> it was well, it was like a Charles so Atlas deal where it was yeah, like he had that sixties bod. It might where, be like, muscular, but there's have, no like, definition. Yeah, it was yeah. just yeah. like oh, that guy it was like it was like nobody was, was cut back then. They it was were like just he like, was drawn by the Batman the animated series. Yeah, yeah. yeah where it was just like you know there's there's cut there's it's not muscle. pecs but there's a chest. Yes, he's oiled up and bronzed real nice mm-hmm. and all that stuff would probably benefit me. Girdles and bronzer and. Mm-hmm. Professional beach bully. Yeah. That'd be perfect. Um if up here though, you you could really only work like three months out of the year if you're a professional beach bully up in I think Cleveland. it's something where you're gonna have to travel to do that job anyway. Yeah. Like like a clown or something where you gotta kinda move around. Imagine no, you could the blogs that'd be written about a professional beach bully. <laughs> oh my god. Like just Jezebel.com. It would explode. <laughs> Crazy. It would you. explode. Yeah, that would be but a, would they be yeah. for or against it? I think there'd be both sides. It depends on the website. Like Slate would be like, look at this. This is a nice the thing. The think pieces would just yeah. Yeah. it would break the internet. You heard it here first, folks. I feel like you could you could probably just live in Florida though. Like that's all year long. Yeah, just you know, and just kind of go. Oh my god! All the but way, why? You know. I, but the saturation. That's true. Oh yeah, that's it's true too. I'd be like a like a. It, it's all close enough. Famous DJ that, you know. or a tattoo artist where I'd travel around to different beaches and yeah. be a, you know, professional guest, beach. guest professional I mean, beach. I, really, I guess that's kind of what Jersey Shore was. They yeah, just, I mean they yes, they I didn't did watch it, it, so they perfected it. It was just a bunch of mooks who jackassed around on a beach and became famous for it. It was like a giant beach bully to keep everyone out of Jersey Shore. Yeah. Thanks, guys. I think I finally <laughs> figured out what I should have been doing. What my calling was this whole time is I could be a professional, the guy that gets picked on by the Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we could have a whole routine. We'll just throw sand in your face at the start of every episode. That point, I think at that point, you're just like doing improv everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just... It's, it's not exactly like the, it's just a show. <laughs> I think we could probably get Chad Weaver in on that bit. Oh, he'd, in he'd a, be in perfect. A drop it. of a hat. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, I my last note on this. I Pancakes. mean, you know, it all winds up at the the same place. <laughs> One of my favorite fry moments. But do you think that underneath it all, Zap is actually completely aware of it, and he's just a sociopath? Abs- absolutely not. No. no, no. I know you're opposing that. I think he has no awareness at all. Yeah. Just like a completely... No, he's, he's just a buffoon. He's the biggest he, buffoon in the universe. He's like my one cat um, that is just so dumb that doesn't understand what is going on. If we could get through one on. podcast without you bringing up your cat, Tom. I think we've gone through like cat 13 or 14 without bringing yeah, up his cat. Yeah, that was the first time. No one knew I had cats. I mean, we might have mentioned the ones around here. They just won't die. Can you back edit Stuff about your cats into the other episodes. <laughs> <laughs> just where we're talking, and all of a sudden, it's just where the cat yeah. comes up. <laughs> we're going to eventually put out a 3D episode. I can't wait. 3D podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that 3D sound is actually in. You can hear that back oh, there. Amazing. Have you ever done the thing where it's like no, a haircut? Wait. Yeah. And you listen to it in the headphones, and it, it sounds like what? someone's. No. Is that like an ASMR? Like, I've been hearing about this for the first time. Yeah. There's a uh, yeah, sound artist that can make these 3d experiences that are insane. I saw one at uh, MoMA a couple years ago and it was what was happening on the screen, but then also there was simulating things happening in the theater around you. Really? It was terrifying. I loved it. (laughs) And if they like, if they want to make scary movies, incredibly scary, it's going to happen when they start saying, bring your 3d headphones to the theater if you want to have like another level of oh yeah so like when, the when tingler. you did that were you wearing headphones or was it yeah with the, yeah the yeah it's, it's, it's got to be headphones or how else it I mean work. yes yeah you have to have it all encompassed because yeah, then you can like feel the actual headphones. where everything's going when you're out you have the room because and everything the, but within the headphones there's so many different speakers within mm-hmm. it that you'll hear things with depth and. It's it's crazy. It's crazy how right, good they this are. It's like D Shock chairs times like yeah. Later, I'll I'll send you and show you the haircut one. Uh, back to you, Horji. Uh, talking about the the pancake thing. Hands down, one of the best uh, fry, like just lines. Yeah, just, just it's, random it's lines moment, is you know. talking about how excited he would be after <laughs> he. Does whatever he's gonna do with the neutrals and then eating pancakes. And he's just like <laughs> miming it, like <laughs> <laughs> he's he's uh. And then I love that the episode ties back up with the attack on the neutral planet. Yeah. I, so did they come back to that? I mean, is that a, an ongoing thread throughout the those, series? Those, or no, sort of that the race one-off? shows up a couple times, just yeah, like a yeah. lot of the ones. That, All the which aliens. Actually, you know what's weird? Um. There, there's you know it's a, the the world building of um, introducing the new aliens and then you see them kind of like the jury you know there's oh there's mm-hmm. a guy from here and there's somebody from there uh, I thought it was really weird and it like threw me off that the Amazonian was in this episode but then we don't actually see that planet until later we haven't gotten to that episode it's yet like which is three or four yeah I which think, is like yeah, which is season three or you four, know yeah. which might you know what I can almost picture that being one of those like you know somebody wrote this joke oh what, what if there was this giant Amazonian or whatever and then like. Some time passes, and they're like, "What if they went to a planet of that?" You know, and, right? And, and I it's imagine one of the it's, best fucking episodes of the series. And when it, I imagine how it went down is as they were writing that episode, it was a double date with Kiff and Leela, uh, and Amy and, and Zap, and they're looking for something to move the yeah that uh, yeah. So they're like, uh, "What uh, about uh, uh, dramatic? Uh, yeah. um, what's the word? Uh, when two things tension? Th- yeah, yeah, yeah." Conflict. Something like that. Uh, uh, wait, what did you say? What conflict? Was, yeah, conflict. That's 
that gumdrop. Yeah, I, I have I have I have three words in my Trump bag vocabulary: bad, good, uh, uh, and snoo snoo. <laughs> I had snoo snoo. That's uh, I'm scaroused. <laughs> <laughs> why did uh, Fry, Leela, and Bender? Why were they surprised that Zap Brannigan was going to crash the planet Express ship into the neutral planet when? The last time he recruited everyone, he said every mission is a suicide mission. I think Leela was very aware because when they run to Leela for help, she's like, "So he's gonna kill she us." Had, yeah. Oh, yeah. She, she asked, um, "What was? What was? It? There was two questions. There was two questions before, before that. Yeah. She's like, um, uh, "Did you run out of beer?" Oh yeah, that was one. Uh, um, fuck, I can't remember. But yeah, that it ends. Yeah. With that and, yeah. And I, I like also so that he's gonna kill us. Yeah, she had to do the laundry. In, in the <laughs> oh, the laundry brig. <laughs> yeah, take her to the brig. Uh, we don't have a brig. We'll take her to the laundry room, which will henceforth be known as the brig. Oh, I. She just accepts it. Do you think she accepts the abuse because she knows that it's just like, fine. I'm gonna I'm gonna go take a nap and I'll sort yeah. this nonsense yeah, I, I, out later. Yeah. I think she she accepts it for. Like she, she knows that she's kind of the hero in the situation. So, like yeah. you said, she knows that it will come to her at some point. But she also, I think this is like her family, and like this is the first time that you know when she was working before she met Fry and ended up being the Planet Express captain, she had an incredibly lonely existence. So, as much as it hurt her feelings, she is kind of excited about like being able to forgive people. That she cares about, so and then also and it, show that she's really important to them. And yeah. it's kind of like her her general <laughs> existence now is like being this really good ship captain leader person, but not getting appreciated, and then later getting appreciated. But then even when it's over, like there's no reward. You know what I mean? But that she knows that she's in that. She's you know, not dying. It's a pretty good reward. She stands no. in the background to just walk up and say, "I told you so." Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. really that's, who. Yeah, that's yeah, her. She character. definitely enjoys that. Yeah. yeah. And it goes over about as well as when I say it around here. I, I don't mean with you guys. I mean, like, in my home in general with well, my family. Well, you can't do that. You're not oh, the real of the family. I'm at, oh, we've been over this. I know. Is, is was my, wife, was my wife talking to you again? Leela? <laughs> um, uh, uh, you didn't. Um, so, it, uh, Bender, the, the Jack, uh, when he. Uh, oh, putting the oh, dark yeah, matter yeah. into the left engine? Yeah. Yeah, I know. You, you do you want to do you want to say something stupid about that and annoy no, that seems, annoy the that audience? That seems mechanically and, feasible. Really, that's the thing. I wrote down Bender Jack in parentheses, fucking punch Pete in the face. And this is the <laughs> one thing that you. Uh, no, that there's he's a bending robot. I would assume that his arms and legs have some kind of tensile strength and ratcheting action by design. That seems like it would be important for a bending robot. So it made perfect sense to me. There isn't a thing that Bender does. Would you say this is the 12th, 14th episode, 15th, something like that? This is the 15th episode uh, yeah, overall. Besides talking that Pete hasn't um, had a problem with. No, that's not, that's not true. I have a problem with inconsistency, and then the, I get yelled at for saying I hate in stories. This delightfully humorous cartoon right. where crazy I things happen like, a thousand years like in the consistency. future. But you also understand one of the first things that Bender does on the show is put his arms back on. And Fry we talked about that at great length. Yes. Yes. Because it's hilarious that, yes. for the joke. Yes. The joke is great. Uh, I want to hear what Pete has to say about but that. But in the 
I don't remember if it was the last episode, the episode where they go subterranean with the mutants to find Nibbler, he is unable to put his arms and legs It was John Lovitz. That was our guest that day. After taking them off to flush himself down the toilet. And that's where I get bothered by it. I thought it was funny in the first one, but then when it But he was able to push his entire body down the toilet. I know. Which doesn't and make then sense, he's, but And then when he gets down the great. toilet... He can't put himself back together. Because he didn't have the manual. Because he didn't have the but manual. But he didn't need the manual in the Hall of Criminals. He might well, have he had it. His legs he might off. have had it. Maybe and, he had it. And he, this is why he these episodes... The legs off. That's the thing. Yeah, and the legs weren't off. The yeah, legs weren't right. off in that situation. So obviously, the arms were going... This is why the episodes usually end in fisticuffs. Well, or at least internet fisticuffs, which is just people yelling at me on Twitter. and Hashtag old man Pete. Uh, so we, uh, we very much appreciate you being on the show, Bill. This is really nice of you to come wait, down. Wait, wait, wait. I have, I have one more question. Oh, oh God okay. damn it, Tom Archie. has eight more questions. Go ahead. No, I want to know. What you... Yeah, we're not done with this episode No, yet. yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, there, there's so a thing. Uh, How dare you question me, God damn it. Stop, stop yelling at me. These headphones are loud. Um... Uh, I, f- I feel like uh, like this show, it, uh, it's an animated series, but, hey. it, but it's in prime time, and they do it, yeah. Let's finish going through this episode, and then you can answer oh, I thought the we were question. Done. Oh, no, 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 we got no, there. There's, oh, there's more. That's what you meant to by it. Oh, go back okay. to court. I, I didn't know we were having a platonic discussion tonight. You know what? Pete's, Pete's right. We're done. We, right. no, I mean. Yeah, yeah, no, we, did, we have to go back to the trial and everything. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. We talk about, right. yeah, going in the, putting all the dark matter in the left engine. And then they the survived. Mm-hmm. And then Leela just doesn't want to deal with Zap anymore. So she re- gets him reinstated by lying and perjuring herself. I feel like that end court scene should have been drawn out longer. I think they should have gone through... I think it would have been funny to like go through like the entire story of what had happened just like they did before. But I think they probably I mean time wise. I, I think don't know. time wise and I think that's why Leela testifies just to wrap it up in that way, uh and just says everything that didn't make sense, like all that stuff gets like thrown <laughs> in together just to get Zap to get like a resolution in the episode. And just clean it up. Yeah. She's like, you know what? As dangerous as it is to have him as a man that has military power, mm-hmm. yeah, I will sacrifice whatever people he kills <laughs> just so <laughs> I can have my ship back and have yeah. him not so be around. So she can be captain. Yeah. And just not just have him not around. around. Like, yeah, yeah just the worst. Yeah. Well, th- that's something we haven't touched on was, like, how excited the professor was to bring him on the staff. He's just like... Oh, it's a celebrity. Oh, this yeah, this is going to be yeah, great yeah. for us. But he's disgraced, so he's going to get him for... Like uh, dirt cheap. Dirt cheap. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it will uh, take uh, everyone's like eyes off the safety issues that Planet <laughs> Express has. I think he said... Total distraction, yeah, to any... It's, it's basically... I don't know how football savvy you guys are, but he's basically Jimmy Haslam getting... RG3, like, hey, look, we got a superstar quarterback, <laughs> but he's not any good anymore. Superstar quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't this exciting, all Browns fans? Go buy some tickets. <laughs> to, to be fair, he, he had some, some neat moves so far in the preseason. Not that, 
Not that every game hasn't been a disaster. I mean, every it, I, I don't I don't care about the preseason. Are you it's talking just, about that spinning kick <laughs> and that fireball? When he did he the Chun Li when he turned upside down and spun down that yeah. Hadouken. <laughs> Look who fell for it. <laughs> did he bring a spider yeah. with him or something to ride out onto the field? I I know nothing about it, but I I. Seventh inning spider. I consume local media, so I've seen names like Haslam and RG three. Well, all right. So, uh, and and I always fall for it, but like there there have been a couple of uh, fun moments between him and Josh Gordon where I'm like, oh, I can't wait for uh, all sixteen of these games where three percent of it are those moments, and I go, yeah, I'm totally alive again. Oh, that's for, that's like, a Browns fan you know, in general. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's like. Josh Gordon's you guys best are the season was with of uh, professional football. Which won't start until the I think the sixth game. He's out for the first five, right? Uh, he's out for the first four. Gordon oh, okay, is, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, Brandon cheering for Brandon Whedon throwing Josh Gordon the ball is something you never thought you'd do. Yeah. But <laughs> because you're a Browns fan, you're like, this is all we got. Yeah. And as I, far as Browns fans go, we make a lot of the same noises Kiff makes. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's, and that's why I'm okay with this now, because now that I've made the connection where it's like, the Browns are kind of Brannigan-y, and Ki- and Cleveland fans are definitely Kiff. It's just if they're doing good, that's great. But when everything goes to hell, all they can talk about is how bad they're doing and how much they just can't give up and codependent. Yeah, exactly. I, I, it's like a superpower I have in Cleveland. Where Sorry, I don't care. I've, I've been brushing all this championship and every, dandruff off of my shoulders every the last Sunday few and I just in the can't. fall. Like I can just see everyone's moods take a shit on like social media and i'm just oh, like, oh i don't let is... that happen anymore like i <laughs> i don't go to games and i don't like i'll watch them at home but i let my moods be destroyed by the gambling that i do <laughs> <laughs> and i don't gamble on the browns because that's stupid they, a much it's much yes. more like a, a solid like tactile thing that you can go like, right oh, yeah this is, you know yeah because then sometimes i get to have good weeks yeah I'm like oh look i made oh. money yeah the, the luck of the draw. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, that's good. Like that's a, a great analogy. Uh, which uh, my, uh, my question was going to be, and I don't have I don't have an answer for this one. Maybe maybe one of the three of you does. Um, I think one of the things that se- that separates Futurama from just you know a, a lot of like animated primetime shows where hey here's a joke hey here's a funny episode and whatever is that Futurama or, or coming 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 out of that uh, there, there's going to be that that classic sitcom like here's the story um it's the story is pretty simple but at the end and it, yeah, not, not every episode is going to be jurassic bark or or the b1 or whatever but there's always this gonna was be number that, like, six on ign's best future you know what episode, great episode. episode that's 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 respectable like like we said you specifically asked for this episode what so what actually, is your that, favorite yeah, that's episode even a better, no 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 but, 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 but that's even a better uh do you what do you what's what's the the the, the, do, the you, do you feel like there's a, a, a um what do you think the point of this episode is like <laughs> as far as <laughs> all right <laughs> all right oh, okay all right all right um, to entertain the people watching it no no but that's the thing there's there's a lot Unlike of there's a podcast. lot of shows there's a lot of shows to do that <laughs> no um uh i think the the point of this or the, the reason you I could just say episode, friendship you yeah. could just say friendship i think yeah i think the reason this episode is so good and is so fun to watch has so many funny parts has you know there there's a rift between the, the story arc in this episode is great because it like there's all these different moving parts every yeah every person that's a main like a featured character in this episode 
their parts important. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're using all your characters in a very, very like efficient way without having to have a B story, yeah. really. It's just you get to see Mechanically, Leela. it's you one get, of the best yeah, episodes, you get to for see, sure. Yeah. You get to see Leela grow as a, a starship captain. You get to see Fry and Bender doing what they do best, which is mm-hmm. like being friends mm-hmm. and, and you know just jackassing around. You get to see Brannigan just be awful and hilarious. <laughs> and you see why Kiff sticks around. Yeah, and that's, I think that was an interesting insight. And you get just enough Professor where he is hilarious and just as cold, but like he's just as cold as Zap, but he's a genius. Yeah. So it's not at that lower level. It's just he he's like, I'm looking at for the bottom line here. I just want to make as little money. You know, I want to make as much money uh, as I can because this isn't really that great of a business. We're so- were Zoidberg and Zoid- Amy the only people not in this yeah. episode? There are no no Zoidberg yeah. in this episode. But other than or that, Amy. you get um, but Hermes the is there. It was so packed full of like all the characters having a lot to do, or even even Hermes and the Professor like showing up a lot and just having like. And, I, then and I didn't the, even like, think about that, but the fact that you, I mean, I, I didn't analyze it to the point where it's like there is no B story. It is all one. Like everybody. I didn't think about that either. Yeah, yeah, that's is in one thing, and that's that's very different. I think for these episodes, like you know, I think up to this point. There hasn't been one that wasn't sort of segmented out like no. that. No, and this is one of those episodes too, where like, like the acts of the entire ep- like episode happen so quickly, and mm-hmm. it's like, oh yeah, it was bam, 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 bam. There's oh, yeah. no, yeah, there. Yeah. I guess that's where, where well, the difference is. I, I where there's have, no B story where well, it's it's because it's it's Brannigan's swan song where he loses his job. Yep. Gets a new job, gets his old job back, and he's he, he he's gets redeemed. his he gets his rock and roll documentary. Yeah, yeah, he gets he gets his redemption. He gets his yeah, exactly. He gets his uh, back on top I, moment. I, I didn't have one when I asked the question. Uh, like I was watching it, trying to think of it, and some of them just really don't have one. This one, this one probably doesn't have one either. But I kind of like may, maybe the the meaning behind this one is uh, uh, do the wrong thing and just kind of like in that episode, like a few episodes ago, where where Bender was like when he had the emotion chip in him mm-hmm. and he's like, sometimes you have to just want things and be an asshole to like get what you want or whatever. Like maybe there was a little bit of that. I think with Leela is like, she had to let go of control a little bit because she was kind of a control freak. And so not really fighting the mutiny and just kind of waiting for her moment to, to show them like, Hey, this is why I ask you to do things and Make you actually do work is because like I knew, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, like I may, may, I may be a little bit stricter of a captain, but I will not let you die. Yeah, right. And then also having Kiff as like somebody that's like completely loyal, loyal to her, and like talking about all this stuff. I think that made her appreciate Bender and Fry more, being who they are. Because at the end, when they're cleaning the spaceship and they ask for a week off or whatever, and she allows it because she feels bad. But then the professor, professor said, no, I, I really want it. I really hope the lesson wasn't that if you just keep being Zat Brannigan, eventually enough people will do things to get you away from them that eventually you'll become uh, president of the United <sighs> States of America. Yes. And I'm going to end this podcast like that episode ended and I want to mutiny. 
we'll get well, there. Well, who's the captain? I don't know. I thought look, you look are. At, look at me. I'm the <laughs> <laughs> You're just gonna cut us loose like that? We'll just be floating off into into the ether. It'll be scary. So uh, we'll try this again. Thanks so much for coming on, Bill. That was it. Was great to have you. Thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah, thanks a lot. That and I would love to. I would love to come back uh, for a future episode. And I'm gonna say right now, Planet Amazonia. Okay. I want that All right. One. We All have right. we have a spreadsheet. All right. We'll All get right. you in there. Put me in there. Even though this won't be out for a few weeks, do you have anything you want to let people know to look yeah, for? Non time sensitive plugs. Yeah. Uh, so how many weeks will this be? Now? Like four or five weeks, okay. something like that. Uh, I'll be at the Funny Stop in Cuyahoga Falls, October twenty second and twenty third. I think work? I think yeah, this, this might slip in under that, so that's there a good you one. Go. Uh, you're on WMMS daily weekdays. Yeah, weekdays three to seven on the Alan Cox Show. And, and if do... you're one of the twenty people in Cleveland listening to this podcast, check that out <laughs> that you haven't already yeah, heard. Yeah, you can of listen to of... us. All it's that over button the on your radio yeah. after you pull your phone <laughs> yeah. out, and uh... you can listen to us because we our podcast is goes on iTunes and oh, Spreaker yeah. and perfect like oh everything. awesome so, all right so if you want to you know radio what, what, what show if you, you were to trying to search daily, for that what would you just uh, the alan cox show okay and uh you can find it there and then i do another podcast with uh my friend and his grandma called gabin with grandma and mm-hmm. we just did our first episode of oh, a live audience dude i awesome. was i was listening to you talk about that uh 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 i don't know like a few weeks ago yeah. i don't know if it was the first time you brought it up no it wasn't because you were no, but it's a lot of fun. It had been established by yeah. then. You what were, is you that? You were talking about it. What is that? Uh, what we do on that one is just my my friend is a comedian. His name's Cody. And his grandma. Cody like Cooper? He, Cody Cooper. And he, he lives with his grandma. So basically we just go and bullshit with her for an hour or so and talk to her about things that are happening. She's a huge Cavs fan. So just like her ups and downs through that whole oh, playoff yeah. series yeah. was amazing. And and she just she can't really hold back if you hit the right buttons with her, and we kind of know the right buttons. So like, yeah, I like one that. of the things like she hates Anthony Bourdain and anyone <laughs> that eats anything that's not like a regular like ch- like piece of chicken and potatoes. So we kind of go on that, and then the, oh, we, so Anthony Zimmerman is out of the question. I, I don't even think she, I don't even think she's uh, aware of Andrew Zimmerman. Like, <laughs> she would lose her mind if she watched that show. Just just uh, so things like that, and then you know we'll talk about some social issues and she's actually a pretty progressive woman for someone like she was like because she's so feels so strong about animals like when the nra was trying to really like wedge their way in like as a political uh and not just like a you know like hey here's rifle safety like as like a political entity she was so against it just because she didn't like the way that they were handling like hunting around here mm. yeah. like tearing down signs and like just really uh messing with the man per se to say oh i unplugged this that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back it's back oh. all right so yeah that's it's, it's a lot of fun we just did a live episode uh, a few weeks ago at the accidental comedy fest with an audience and it's one of the funniest things that, that we've ever done we're awesome. we're talking about doing a live podcast of this but it's uh We'll talk about that later, but it's that sounds scary. Yeah, maybe our listeners could suggest uh, what they'd like to see in a live podcast by calling our phone number, which is 216-438-1077. Or reaching out on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram at SlurmCastPod. 
And oh, also, know. guys. Or you could just show up at Tom's house. His address is bleep. <laughs> <laughs> guys, uh, now we own www.slurmcast.com. Awesome. Nice. And how did you get that phone number with the 1077 in it? <laughs> Google Voice. Um, and you were able to request the last four I, digits? Or is it just you, five? when you sign up, you you're allowed to use like your cell phone or whatever, or you can request a new number, and then you can put in like an area code, and then you can put in any numbers, words, or whatever, and we'll find whatever is available. I just first thing I thought of was ten seventy seven, and I got a two one six four three eight ten seventy seven number, and I kept it, and that's, that's I awesome. can't get another ten seventy seven number. I downloaded another or did another email for Slimcast to like have an extra Google Drive, and I try to do another number. Yeah, none magic, of them got are, it. Yeah. None of them are back, yes. Uh, you, and you're on Twitter and, and such, too, Bill? Yeah, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, at Bill Squire, Facebook, just search Bill Squire, and then on Snapchat, at Hugo Butt. And for the for those of you listeners that are not in Cleveland, um, Bill is a really great stand-up comedian, so definitely check his stuff out. It's really funny. And you can watch... Or listen to the Alan Cox show. Well, yeah, he. Not, yeah, I mean, he, he said that, yeah. but I, I mean, aside from those other sort of. Yeah, he's, a, yeah. he's, he's like sort of. Yeah, yeah just, <laughs> you know, he does all right. Uh, uh, d- d- don't forget to. Neuter and spay your pets. I already stopped the uh, recording. <laughs>